And we're back again uh, with another podcast. Um, it's uh, me, IS23, and, and on the other side of the Atlantic, we have... Uh, Psyche's here from North America. Excellent. Uh, Canada. Um, so uh, after a few podcasts now, we just thought of doing just a generic uh, discussion about uh, music and um, what's, what is... Um, is there a point of owing music? How do you find music? Uh, uh, is it worth buying music and all these things? Because uh, it's been one of my interests having a, a record collection. Um, so uh, I know uh, it sounds a bit uh, old to uh, actually own music, but uh, believe it or not, initially people would just buy vinyls, but uh, piracy was all, always on the forefront, wasn't it? Mm. Um, there were tapes. Uh, after that, I think the industry uh, killed itself uh, by going into the digital media, producing CDs, and of course with the laptop, it was just so easy to make an MP3. After the MP3, the um, internet came, and then you start downloading. Um, initially, it was um, can't remember. Do you remember any websites from uh, just downloading before torrents? Before Torrance? Uh, not specifically. Torrance was the main big one, like Kazan, like LimeWire. Those are the best yeah. like file yeah, yeah. sharing type of yeah. uh, software programs. Yeah, Kazan and LimeWire, you're right. Uh, and then Torrance came. It was more mass kind of downloading. Um, and then nowadays, you, you've just um, we just have streaming. Yeah, well, and they're, still, they're still downloading in Torrance right now as well. But uh, streaming has become one of the most popular uh, ways to listen to music, I guess, now. Yeah. So somehow it seems, obviously streaming, it depends how you see streaming. So uh, if we're talking about streaming through Spotify or SoundCloud, that's legitimate and legal. Mm -hmm. Um, You have streaming through other media as well, which may have a little bit of a piracy element. But it's kind of a legitimate piracy uh, and I don't know how uh, music industry sees this definitely moves towards that direction because I thought they'd rather have people paid um, 10 British pounds a month I don't know what's the equivalent of uh, uh, Canadian currency yeah it's like 15 um, or something like that probably yeah so they'd rather have people pay that rather than actually uh, have them download non-stop and to tell you the truth it's very convenient isn't it yeah, for some. Yeah, if you want, uh, like, if you don't want a hard copy, I, I personally like a hard copy, um, but that's just me because I like if you travel anywhere, like in the subway or anything, you're not going to be able to connect to um, that service. Yeah, I mean, what what do you define as a hard copy? That's interesting. Well, like I'm one that you've either like you've purchased or pirated. You have it on your computer. You can transfer it wherever you want to. You don't need an internet connection to play that music. You know, it's like kind of yeah. your own. Yeah. It's all about licensing and uh, DRMs, isn't it? I mean, who owns the music? Um, this is the question here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the person that was in the control more than now than, uh, like, the consumer is more in control because of technology. Um, like, the, the consumer can choose either whether to buy the album or possibly pirate the album if you want to own the hard copy. Like, share, sharing media has grown rapidly because of the medium that exists in and the music that can be... Now that music can be put in ones and zeros, so, of course, that's, like, subjugated to piracy. 
Yeah, even though, as I said, even in the beginning with vinyl, you had tapes, so you could actually copy. Um, you know, the moment you had tapes, you could just copy things. Um, so do you think, what's what's the last CD you ever bought, if you ever bought one? Oh, well, a while ago, probably, um, <laughs> I was kind of embarrassing, probably a Paul Simon CD. I don't know why I had I wanted to get one of the Paul Simon CD. Um, but it was probably that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean... Um, Let's say that, that um, would you would you buy today? Or would you just stream it? Uh, I'd probably just stream it. To be honest with you, it's I would say it's more convenient to do it that way. But if you want to support your artist, um, you buy it. Exactly. So you come to the question whether streaming is um, good for the artist or the consumer. Um, I guess. Uh, the artists do make some revenue for all these uh, websites. I don't know the exact figures. Probably worth investigating that. Um, it seems to be good for the consumer. Well, yeah. Definitely. Well, streaming like streaming services provide a great way for artists to get some revenue, even though I probably think it's very minimal because it's free for the listener. And they, the the only thing that they collect is off ad revenue and from premium subscribers. So, a way for artists to get revenue from these services is like kind of. Um, presenting their material and then hopefully supporters or consumers will go to their live show and that's where they make most of their revenue i would think yes yes um this is a trend these days um as you say you hope that uh, the music even though it's free Mm -hmm. uh, would just generate enough interest for you to go out and and see somebody playing live either djing live or playing live or attend a festival because of them and this is how they could make uh, the revenue, then continue making music because that's important exactly. for me and you, isn't it? You know, yeah. Music sustains us in a way to like an addiction. Yeah. Um, being an addiction, of course, you uh, think that you'd like to, to find the good music. Mm-hmm. And my problem with streaming today in 2016 is how the hell do I find good music? Okay. So, what do you think? Well, for me, the way I find new music is like either through like websites like Reddit, the subreddit for EDM there is great, and like live sets from festivals. That's where most of my music comes through. This, especially new music, or like here or there, like a friend might possibly recommend me something. For my regular music, like I gather through following my like my favorite artists and listening whenever they release their songs. I don't usually like I know now like a lot of people listen to podcasts by like Above and Beyond, like Hardwell, all those guys that. Um, uh, have podcasts that just display other people's music. You know, it's it's a very easy way to consume that type of stuff where you can just play it in the background. You don't have to like pay attention to it too much unless you pick up something that you may like. Yeah, it's like uh, radio in effect, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the Freak Beats podcast in effect. <laughs> yeah, um, but, exactly. Uh, do you, <laughs> do you think there's too much music? Too much music? Um, like the way you put it, it's you. It sounds like a bad thing, but I think it really isn't. Like, especially for the consumer. I mean, it can be overwhelming for the consumer because there's so much music and it's hard to keep up. But the more music is out there, the more consumer can choose from. But for the producer, I would say it's really, it's it, it must be really difficult for a producer. Like, you know, it's a very hard grind and constant competition for a producer to produce music quick and be have good quality, and so that their listeners don't get bored and move on. Yeah. Um. I, I just feel lost, completely lost, and this is why I chose to do this topic, uh, mm-hmm. because I'm frustrated. I just don't know. Um, sometimes I'm in fear that I'm going to miss on the next big thing. 
Yeah. That the next big thing is already happening somewhere. Yeah. And because all this, you know, I open SoundCloud and I'm so frustrated. There's all these tons of artists which I'm, I'm, I'm sure they put a lot of work into producing mm-hmm. um, music. And obviously they want to be listened by people and be acknowledged for that. I think that's why you do music. Otherwise, you don't put it out. You just listen to. Yeah, we only we only have twenty four hours in a day, so we have to pick and choose our time on like when how we're going to consume the music that we want to listen to. Like, is it going to be through podcasts or going to be through Spotify? And then, how do we decide what type of music we want to listen to through those types of uh, services? Yeah, so I I threw a couple of uh, posts on um, a couple of subreddits just to see what people uh, would would say. Um, you know, what do they do today? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just gathered the responses. Um, you have, from a social media, you have a couple of people mentioned Twitter. Nobody mentioned Facebook. That was a bit of a surprise to me. Facebook? Um, hmm. Yeah, nobody did. <laughs> yeah. um, that says a lot. Yeah, um, no, Then you have the legit online streaming <clears throat> and from Legit, I'm talking about Apple Music and Beats One Radio. Some people mentioned that, and I've I've heard it as well. I'm subscribed to that, and I think it's you know, it's good radio shows. But it's really very big names, um, probably not underground enough if you're into this whole thing. Then people mentioned Spotify Radio and Spotify Discover, and I think Spotify has it. Um, has it sorted there with a curated playlist yeah. by Radio Discover. SoundCloud uh, is quite popular, um, but I must say I'm getting a bit lost there. Uh, I don't know where to start and where to finish. Uh, it's it's a bit of a mess for me. What do you think yourself? Do you use it at all? Um, no, not really. I'm kind of new to Spotify and stuff like that. For SoundCloud, uh, occasionally just to follow your favorite artist. But like I said, most of my music, that I, yeah. new music that I get are from of uh, the subreddits of Reddit because they are one of the fastest uh, type of forums where they post new music. So I'm I'm yeah. pretty on that. Or I get new music from live sets like from Tomorrowland or Ultra or EDC, any of those live sets that get put on YouTube. I listen to them. Yeah, and um, you're right because people use, um, you know, there's an online DJ database called 1001 Tracklist. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where they just, you know, plug in a... a festival set and then they get all the track list and then people can uh, go through it or some people just even said I'm just uh, looking at the festival um, list, the artist list, uh, who's playing then just start checking people out I mean so easy these days, seriously yep. um, and then you have you have the podcast Night All Radio by um, um, Pasquale Rotella, you know the guy who organizes CDC, mm-hmm. seems to be quite popular. Another few names was Epic Radio, Defected Record, uh, Mix Mass, Epic Radio, Hexagon. Um, the Boiler Room was mentioned. Of course, YouTube, isn't it? I mean, you can find whatever the hell you can think of on YouTube these days. Um, again, it's just so easy to find music. But my my problem remains, you know, you find the good music. Um, how do you uh, organize it? How not to lose it? What do you do? Mm, organized music sometimes is a pain just because, you know, the nature of it. Um, but if you're listening to like a live set or podcast, like you got to remember to timestamp if there's a specific song you like or, you know, it can be really janky to remember that stuff. Um, so I usually put a, a note on my iPhone or something when I listen to stuff. Otherwise, I have like a nice little playlist on my iPhone that I listen to either 
whatever I'm doing throughout the day. You know, I have a work playlist. I have a gym playlist. I have like my own car playlist. And it's, it brings in the type of mood that I want when I'm at doing those types of things. Why? What about you? Oh, you mean you have playlists? Playlists like uh, working and uh, going to work and all these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're in that type of mood, that's which the type of music I want to listen to. You know, I don't want to listen uh, to bangers I'm just... when I'm at work. Well, sometimes it helps me. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I, I use Spotify quite a lot and just follow some people who curate playlists and then that helps me find. But you see, this is already a narrowing of a narrowing. So I yeah. narrow down on other people's choices. I don't necessarily make these choices. In the old days, I just used to uh, believe in some magazines and their integrity yeah. and whatever they, they were going to push and just uh, find the reviews there and then just go out and buy or listen to the album or just uh, depend on my friends. Yeah. I guess things haven't changed a lot. You know, people depend on the friends and the friends' opinions. And um, obviously, if you well, I mean, the internet has like opened up a can of worms in terms of um, like listening to new music and stuff like that and being able to absorb that through like osmosis like just through like i don't want to bring up reddit again but like through reddit is one of the best sources for that yeah so um i think that's probably concludes our short discussion he obviously hasn't uh, revealed anything or led anything he was just you know sharing your thoughts with a friend Mm -hmm. and i wonder whether the listeners want to contribute to that and uh, just give us some opinions as to where is music going, the streaming, is it worth it, is it too much music for me, this is the main problem, and when you find it, how do you organize it, how do you not miss out on the next big thing, when you just have tens and thousands of tracks being produced every week, that's literally every week. It's great, man. So, it is, it is, it is and it isn't, so... um, we're going to sign off here. We're just going to keep it short and sweet. And I hope our listeners uh, share and comment and like our podcast. And uh, anything you want to say? No, just uh, see you later. Yeah, just sign it out for me. All right, bye.